You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. So we may be dating ourselves, but right before I hit record, we're talking about the Wonder Twin powers and activate. How many people remember that? Wonder Twin powers activate in the shape of, in the form of. I I remember. I That's what too. I grew up with. I was surprised that I... We remembered the same exact episode. I was Baby, of quite course, proud of you. Of course we remembered the exact <laughs> same episode because that's what marriage does. We remember everything exactly the same. You got the wrong show. Oh, well, this sexy marriage radio, right? we'll see where this thing goes today then. That is not... If I'm starting off completely wrong, Mm -hmm. uh, we're so glad that you're here. To the members of the SMR Nation, uh, we are so thankful that each and every week you spend some time with us and that you also reach out to us with your questions, your thoughts, uh, your comments, your help for other people in the nation. We want all that. So call us at 214-702-9565 is our voicemail line or email feedback at sexymarriageradio.com if you've got a question or if you've got a comment based on something we've covered. Because mm-hmm. we want to begin the dialogues. Mm-hmm. Specifically, we want to begin the conversations in your own relationship about what's going on in marriage. Mm-hmm. Because each relationship is unique, but the situations aren't really all that unique. We say that all the time. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. So someone else is going through it too. Absolutely. And so you've heard this before too. So if you like what we got going on, please jump on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, YouTube, however you choose to listen and rate and review, leave a comment, help us spread the word that the Wonder Twin Powers are activating and making Sexy Marriage Radio the best podcast out there. (laughs) So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a couple of your questions. And our answers, one will be a topic we've covered several times. Uh, we'll just come at it from a slightly different way because this the, the higher desire, lower desire difference just wreaks all kinds of havoc until people get a better view of the, it. And then it still wreaks havoc, just not as much. And the questions keep coming up. They just use a few different words. Absolutely. Right? But another one, uh, could you be allergic to sex? That'll be a fun one to unpack. Okay. Interested <laughs> was- in that? And then on the extended content today with of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe to join the Academy or the extended content only at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. We're going to answer a question that's been hanging out there for a while from an emailer. And so if you are the one that emailed this question in, I will be circling back to you directly if you're not an Academy member, so you'll be able to hear our discussion of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'll be worth hanging around for. So all that's coming on today's show. So here's an email, Pam. First off, I just want to say how much I love your show. I'm a new listener who's been binge listening for a few months. You've helped me look inward and see where I've been the problem and help create an open dialogue of sex, not just with my wife, but sharing our story and SMR with anyone that I can share it with. So thank you so much for the great work that you've done. I love that. that Mm -hmm. Start it in, move it out. And spread it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great, a great philosophy. So I'm emailing you because I've listened to an episode about how the taste of semen can change based upon the foods that you eat. My wife and I recently had an experience, though, that I didn't put much thought into until after. 
My wife is allergic to nuts, so I made sure to stay clear of them for at least several hours before I see her, and usually things are fine. However, we recently had some semen get on her leg, and as we were cleaning up, she noticed that she had some hives similar to an allergic reaction, which made me wonder, since I'd eaten a Reese's earlier in the day. I had the candy probably at 9 a.m., and this was just after 10 p.m., so after the fact, it made sense that this could happen, but the distance seemed sure quite a, a spread of time. So my question is, how long does the food that we eat stay in our semen? Is this something that would go away after we've eaten other foods, or would I need to ejaculate for this to leave my body? I know this is an unusual question, but I thought maybe we would know an answer. I know you probably get thousands of emails, so thanks so much for reading, and I look forward to the upcoming shows. So... This is yeah. okay. This is one that uh, not being an MD or I just lost the name of what it is that is, that really gets into the nuances of allergies and and there's there's actually a specialty toiling on for that. Yes, um, I did do some researching through to figure mm-hmm. out what what can happen and what are some of the things that people have experienced where there has been research studies on mm-hmm. subjects that would be similar to mm-hmm. this. Because to set the stage, we do have some episodes in the past where the foods do can can alter the taste, but mm-hmm. typically you're talking about large quantities. It's not like, because we made the comment about pineapple. Right. Because it helps sweeten the taste and change the pH level You'd of You'd have to have a lot bit. of it. Yes, to really... Lots and lots. It needs to be a staple of your environment mm-hmm. to help change and get all the way through the body. So is it possible to have a reaction that is, that is spread through your semen? Yes, there was actually a study that was done in 2007. That's the same kind of result he's describing mm-hmm. happened with he and his wife, where a woman was, is severely allergic to Bra- Brazil nuts, and so a 20-year-old was documented that she had a widespread uh, interaction, reaction after intercourse with her boyfriend who had earlier consumed the Brazil nuts. So they actually took him and her and conducted some tests on, you know, because normal allergy tests. Right, with and without prick. the Brazil nuts. Right, and to see. And, yeah. and it all showed, yes, it can be delivered mm-hmm. through seminal fluid. So... All none of this is in, in a lot of science. This is just my experience too. A lot of science is not direct linear. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. If it happens to one person, does not mean it happens to everybody. Right? But it's possible to happen. But it is possible. Documented. So, as far as the time frame, from what I can find in the research I've done for this, uh, it's across the board on how long does it take for something to get out of your system when it come, when you're talking about getting it involved into your seminal fluid. It can either be a couple of days or even a week or more. Really? Yes. And even with some people, though, because of absorption rate and whatever else whatever else your diet consists of, it could be sooner, mm-hmm. right? Because it could be you eat a really clean diet all the way through, lots of vegetables, lots of fruits. Water, it seems like a of lot water. of water. There's a lot of components that just help make up our, our dietary supplement that we mm-hmm. have in the way we deal with our life. And so if you interject something like a nut or a peanut or something that, and it's an anomaly, that would go through faster than if it was a regular part of your diet Sure. for a span, sure. right? 
it sure seems like they need to, for that situation, they need to go talk to their doctor, talk to a dietitian, yes. and deal with that piece on their end. Yeah, I think that, I think yeah. it's wise to do so. The other thing to do is if you know, uh, if you are in a relationship with somebody that has a peanut allergy, depending on the severity of it, protected sex is incredibly important mm-hmm. then because you can just utilize a condom, mm-hmm. less likely any thing seeps into or falls onto her. Mm-hmm. You can change your diet. Uh, there actually, when you're doing allergy work in general, you can do some desensitization of it, where it's mm-hmm. slow. And this is just the same. I mean, again, that you're you're using a doctor when you're doing that desensitization, though. Do people just do that on their well, own? Depending on the severity. When you're talking about nut allergies, because most of those are really severe. If somebody has a nut allergy, but you could have a lactose intolerance and you can desensitize yourself to that gotcha. slowly over your own process okay. on your own. Right. So, again, under the under the auspices and the care of a medical professional is always wise counsel you're right. <laughs> when you're dealing with your body. But it is possible that it can carry it. It can carry it through. Uh-huh. The other thing I saw on this was sometimes medication with the use of an antihistamine because that helps block the uptakes Mm -hmm. that are within the skin or the orifices of our body. They can help take the edge off of the possibility of it really having a reaction, again, depending on severity, Mm -hmm. right? Interesting thing that I came across, though, with this, babe, is what about, because one of the questions that I came across that that was being answered and saw it was, what about kissing? Can you per- Right, if, if you I would think somebody, that was the same thing. You can, but it does not stay in the saliva near as long. You're usually talking 3 or 4 hours and you're fine. Okay. Because the the makeup of the saliva in your mouth mm-hmm. breaks it down so much faster. And generally you can brush your teeth, do some of the other things. Yeah. That help eliminate the bacteria or germs oh, or any of the leftovers. Which then also led to another little rabbit trail I went down on, is it possible to be allergic to semen itself? Okay, and? Yes. It's a rare form of what can happen, but it is possible that there are, it is possible to be allergic to the proteins that are naturally found in semen. It's the human seminal, seminal plasma hypersensitivity is what it's called. And it... It's a rare thing to where it's only been about 40,000 documented cases in the United States. That's unfortunate. But it is something that is... It's real. It's real. Yeah, so... And so there could be people that have post-orgasmic illnesses, is what they actually call it. Okay. If that's something you find, because I've come across clients that early on in their marriage, they were... Regular UTIs would happen after sex and some of these different things. And oh, it was, well, that's they call that the honeymoon disease, It was right? cleanliness. That's really it was, common. Right, it is. But that's some of that could be like, oh, well, that's just part of it. But if that's something that's still going on in your marriage and you're a listener of the nation, sometimes ask a questions then. Okay. Wonder if there could be something about this. Hmm. Because it is a factor that how we conduct our life impacts our spouse and who we do sex with. Yeah. So, Pam, we've had a long-term sponsor now mm-hmm. for the shows, and that's BetterHelp.com. Mm-hmm. That's H-E-L-P. And one of the things I absolutely love is there are all kinds of times in life where there's something that prevents our happiness 
or achieving our goals, Mm -hmm. or we're facing loneliness. Mm -hmm. So it's good to know that BetterHelp will help assess your needs and match you to your own licensed professional therapist. And in many cases, you can start communicating with somebody in under 48 hours. That's great. That is. It's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. This is actually professional counseling done securely online. So are these folks that they do things that are different than you? You focus on couples... Uh, men, adults, that kind of thing. And this is well, actually, a variety of other counselors that hit all kinds of other gamuts? Or how yeah, is that yeah. different? And some of them would actually do what I do as well. And so okay. this is actually one therapist recommending other therapists. Wonderful. Because one of the things that matters to me is that this is a service that's available worldwide. Mm-hmm. And it's also one, it's a service that matches you with the right therapist. Because not all people will jive with my style right. or my thought. Some other people, like a female, might want a female to right. talk to. Definitely. And that's a reality. And so I am a big proponent, and BetterHelp has been so successful lately that there are over 1 million people who have taken the charge of their mental health with the experience, the help of an experienced professional. Mm-hmm. And there's been so many people that have been using BetterHelp that they're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states Wow! to help meet the need. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier, healthier life today. You can visit betterhelp.com forward slash SMR. That is betterhelp.com forward slash SMR. And listeners will get 10% off their first month. It's a special offer just for our audience. That's betterhelp.com forward slash SMR. Take charge of your life with the help of a professional today. So this is the email, Pam, that has some of the similarities to the higher desire, lower desire discrepancy okay, and the voids and the struggles that we have between those two. So I've been listening to your podcast since July, and I first listened to just the titles that I thought would be right. Then I started listening to it from the beginning because we kept mentioning other shows as we were recording, and it made me feel like I was missing something. So I'm on episode 150, and I'm loving all that you and the co-host talk about. So I've been married, uh, it's a little bit of backstory, been addicted to porn since before we got married, been working to get clean from it. I've had anger issues and I've been working that out. My wife actually gave me an ultimatum around Christmas last year to either work on my anger and no sex until I did. I worked on my anger with a therapist, but nothing changed. It was 11 months before we had sex again. After that, my wife started saying that she wanted a third kid. So after two months of trying, we found out that she's pregnant. I initiated three times the day we found out and was turned down every time. Now that she's pregnant, she's saying that she most likely will not want any more sex until long after the baby is born. I feel discouraged and forgotten about now. As of right now, I'm not sure if you've already done an episode on this or not, but my question is, why are higher desire spouses, husbands in my case, shamed by their spouse for wanting sex after just having had it two days prior in some cases? I've been called a creep and a pervert for even asking. I just want to be close to her, but she's never liked to be touched. I have this same question among other therapists with no response, and I only ask that you reply in some way to let me know that we read this email. So I've actually emailed him with, here's some shows we've done that were Mm -hmm. specific. But this is also worth, I think, confronting again on the air. Yeah. Because it is such a prevalent dynamic. Mm -hmm. So two things that jump out to me. Okay. But I stepped on you there, so you go first. Yeah, I, no, you did not step on me. I was about to say, shoot, because I think you, you've <laughs> okay. got the gun loaded. Okay. So one is um, I went to a therapist to work on my anger, but nothing changed. I'm 
assuming that means he feels like his anger, he got it under wraps a little better, directed it a little bit better, and nothing oh. changed with his wife's response. Okay. Because I think there's importance I, to ask I, the question. I heard it as nothing changed, like I didn't manage my anger, but I think you're probably right in what he... That's what I was what wondering, just because of the wording. Because if it is, mm-hmm. I went to a therapist and nothing changed, nothing got better, so there's no change. Well, yeah, we're not magic workers as therapists, right? So... Yeah, I, okay, yeah. I'm just for you. clarification's sake, um, I I always go. This is the phrase you've been using a lot lately, babe. Over the over the last several months and years with the show is continually working towards that path of what I want to be married to me, mm-hmm. and looking at the holistic of that question, right? And all of me, right. the way I react to things, the way I handle things, the way I am when I'm short, frustrated. Would I be okay with that? Right. Those are great questions to ask because I view it as. It takes away some ammo that your spouse may have for you. That's one way. Yeah, it, it takes away ammo. It also makes me be able to sleep at night because I'm, <laughs> I, I'm. That's living. the more, much more wholesome coming from goodness side. Well, I was coming yeah, <laughs> I want if, if things go south, I want to be able to say, well, I I did what I could, right? And and it, I feel like I was someone that I would want to be married to. Absolutely perfect route to be heading on. So the other question I've got is where he's asking, what is it that makes a lower desire spouse shame or degrade or question or call the higher desire spouse a creep or a pervert Uh because of what they want? I think of all of the things that happen in marriage, does not matter if you're a higher desire or a lower desire, as everyone is making moves. Right? Okay. Are you referring to her making a move or are you referring to him making a move? They both are. Yeah. Right? I would agree. So her move of, if if she can say, you are a creep because you want more sex, you are a pervert because that's all you think about and you listen to Sexy Marriage Radio... Uh-huh. and it backs you off, it makes you upset, you get frustrated, you stop pursuing, then that was a fantastic move for move's sake on her part to get what she wants. For move's sake, but then I ask her the question, would she want to be married to herself? <laughs> fair question. Just throwing that out there. No, it's a fair question. Okay. But I think this is the whole thing that we have to be able to look at life and realize objectively, I have a lens through which I perceive everything, and so I will skew stuff in my favor. I will try to make it to what works for my desires, wants, needs, mm-hmm. pleasures, and I will be blocked by whatever another person's desires, wants, needs, or pleasures might be in that case. Right. And so if a spouse can shame or react and it makes the higher desire spouse back off, then that's a really good move by them. That's what they do. It, that doesn't make it worth not wanting saying, though. No, well. It is a move in the dynamic, but it doesn't just, make tr- either yeah, of you want to. I'm just other. trying to see this as a chess game in a sense, right? That there is an element of, I'm trying to move you onto an idea or off of an idea all the time. Yeah. The question becomes, and this is the last four or five weeks that we've done in the extended content, mm-hmm. can we create an intimate enough relationship where there's actually room for both? Mm-hmm. 
So I can still make a move, but I don't crumble based on however you respond to those moves and then the moves you make in turn. Sure. Because if you can start to look at it, her moves are, I want a better husband. I want somebody that I can ha- that handles his emotions better, particularly his anger. Mm-hmm. So she even laid out there, no sex until you get that under wraps. Right. Well, okay. Sounds like that worked he for made a, a little bit. He made a move to do that. He made a move to go then do that. Now her move is to not follow through with what was said or not confront what now is on the table mm-hmm. based on what was said. And so then it becomes, how do you renegotiate in real time? Hold on a sec. What are we really doing here? This is what's going on. How do we call each other out? Yeah. I mean, I've even said to you sometimes, just because in the history of SMR, um, I made comments in the past about, I'm always looking to close. Mm-hmm. And so now that we've kind of gotten better at playing our part better, I think it is. I'm trying to be a better higher desire. You're trying to be a better lower desire. So yeah. sometimes I can look you square in the eye and with all sincerity say, you better get your defenses ready. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You better be on your game. Yeah. <laughs> if this is not where you want it to go. <laughs> because it's kind of a dialogue and a dynamic between us. Yeah. Yeah. That sometimes if you can make it a little more less personal, uh, as weird as that sounds, because what we're trying to do is actually really personal. Right. But how do I start to look at my spouse's moves as less personal? It's about them. It's about their moves. Sure. I mean, you can totally see how... When there's a response of, I don't want sex through the rest of pregnancy and probably way after this child is born. That's not just talking about, I'm asking for sex two days later, right? Right. We're we're talking months on end. Right. And that's a move, I guess, if we're calling it that, that has to be addressed. Well, or you sit back and seethe. And the because you're so mad and you're so frustrated. And- well, and she may sit over there fine because you're, you're not asking for it anymore. But yeah, it changes the whole dynamic. The dynamic, of yeah. The, nobody wants you to sit there and and see. Nobody wants right. that. So how do you look at this whole dynamic? As okay, what are my moves as the higher desire here? How am I going about what I'm trying to get? Am I clear? Mm-hmm. Am I, and I, am I coming at it with as little strings to no strings attached as possible? Mm-hmm. Just being expressive, being engaging, I'm being inviting. Mm-hmm. The way Shannon used to say this, I'm trying to inspire it. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm living myself in my life and my reactions and interactions with you. Yes. And then how do I see her moves? Because the difference is, and this is the Schnarch phrase I have loved lately since I heard about it a couple years back. Mm-hmm. My job is not to pin my antagonist down or my wife down in this case. Right. My job is to not make it as easy for her to get around me. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And that just means I start standing up for what I want. Doesn't make the problems go away. It just makes them cleaner and clearer. Right. So now I can really start to look at what are we going to do? Because it's not, all right, sit back and go, your move, babe. Mm -hmm. It's really, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you call me a pervert. I don't see myself as such because I want to do this more with you. No. What else you got? Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so it's just, I kind of conduct myself a little differently, which 
most of the time when clients really get this at a deeper level, it pivots the situations for them. So before we transition into the extended content, I do want to read the email and then we'll answer it. Perfect. In the extended, yeah, because this has been sitting in the queue for a while. So it says, hey, Corey and Pam, I'm a new listener and I love the show. I've often wondered if I was crazy and afraid to ask the questions that you often answer. So thank you for what you do. I'm a Christian and I love the Lord and strive to grow closer to him every day. One of my thoughts and concerns is where, when, and where is the line between sinful and good, just good pleasure with my spouse? Fantasies and thoughts of my beautiful wife's past turn me on so much. She's definitely the lower desire in my relationship, but I've experienced her hot in sex and I just want that more often. She started telling me about some of her experiences in her past, which I wasn't aware of, and it really turned me on. Since then, this is all I can think about. When we shower together, I beg her to tell me more about those experiences. She really doesn't want to, but she does because it makes me come quickly. My question, is it wrong for me to get so turned on by my wife's past? I heard an episode once that really made sense to me. You said that what I really want is to see my wife totally turned on. That is exactly true. I just want your opinion about me fantasizing about my wife's past or her being with another man. Thanks. So there's a lot here. And we've not really explored it, especially in the manner in which I'm planning to go in the extended <clears throat> content today. So, Well, I, I'm, I'm ready for a couple cents to be thrown out there. We'll see you on the other side. It does not matter how many years uh, we've done this show. I love the fact that people still email in, they call in, right. they, they ask the questions, they invite us into their world. Just being vulnerable. Because it's always an honor to speak to specific situations. It is. And it is. So if uh, you were the gentleman that emailed in for the what we covered in the extended content and you're not a member of the Academy, let me know. I'll be emailing you too. But if we miss each other... Let me know, and I will get you access so that you will absolutely hear where we went with this, because we're right. not going to answer a question and, oh, sorry, you don't get it. No, no, <laughs> you, you get to hear that that's the, we're, we're here to try to help people, mm-hmm. and we really want to help frame conversations that go on in your relationships and behind your closed doors, because, man, we all, re- we all reach struggles in mm-hmm. rough patches, and we right. want to just see our way through as clean as possible. Yep. So this has been Sexy Merge Radio. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. If we left something undone, let us know and add to the conversation, please. See you next time.